How do I release anger, frustration, creative energy, sexual energy during like pre-menstrual cycle? I sometimes have insomnia, a lot of pent-up anger, creative sexual energy. And what I found is if I channel that energy into something that's frustrating or intensive, it's a way for me to exert my energy. But I do it through something that doesn't involve another person more in an inanimate object. For example, watching a Dutch oven that is, has really baked on rest, just scrubbing it and, and getting angry. Something that kind of can give me a little angry and I can take and release that anger onto that task or that object. Also, mental masturbation has been a very key element of my survival from childhood to now. I use this act to release thoughts, moods, migraines, the works. That's all. Okay, so right here, I want to talk about where do I think my anger comes from? Like, sometimes I feel anger boiling up inside of me. And anger can fuel your thoughts to a lot of places. Frustration can fuel your thoughts thoughts to a lot of your, I mean, to a lot of um, intrusive thoughts, to a lot of um, behaviors that you know is not you or not what you want to do, but because of your state of energy it can fuel you to do things that or make you think about things that you know is not in alignment with your soul with your heart with you as a person and how you identify yourself but i want to talk about where i feel like a lot of my anger come from i feel like my anger comes from just in life and disclaimer anyone who knows me don't take this personally um it doesn't mean that i'm talking about you referring to you but it comes from a life of feeling like I've always been an overachiever surrounded by a bunch of underachievers. Like I'm always working very, very hard to prove myself and show people that, you know, I'm loyal, I'm worthy, I'm a, um, a good person, I'm a good friend, I'm a good worker. All these things proven to other people when other people may not have the capacity to even identify that or see that because they can't even see it within themselves. And as I've come on my journey, I've, I've recognized a lot of that proving and, and all the expectations, some realistic, some unrealistic that I put on myself. And some of it, a lot of it came from Christianity. And I was talking to one of my coworkers today because she's a very devout Christian too, but she wants to, you know, be more enlightened on how to raise her child, you know, with the Christian uh, the relation to build more relationship with Christ and to be Christian without the religious aspect of it, you know, the do's and the don'ts and the um, this, this, don't do that, you know, because yeah, you may memorize and, and have the indoctrination of all the things that kind of help 
control or repress those evil or bad thoughts, but do you really feel the connection? Do you feel the love of, of Jesus, of, you know, of God that you want that really empowers you to know your worth, to know your heart and to build a relationship with that? And so I kind of just feel like my anger also comes from feeling like I'm overworked, feeling like I'm taking for granted that, and, and, and it's so funny that I feel like God puts you in a lot of situations that will keep pushing you, pushing you until you break. But in those situations, you have to choose what reaction you're going to do. Are you going to make it like turn you into to the, to this dark darkness? Or are you going to make it like where it doesn't break you? Like, you're not going to make me. The world is not going to mold me. Yeah, I've been in a lot of situations where I've been hurt and, and disregarded and treated wrong. But I'm proud of myself that I didn't turn rotten from it. And I didn't turn dark or cold and, and, and totally close off my heart. My heart has always still remained open and pure. And and that is, in essence, who I am. And people can say, you know, people pleasing. And, and I get it. That has been a part of my life. But it's also a part of who I am. Not necessarily to be a people pleaser. But, you know, I just like to be uh, a good person. And if that happens to please a person, then it's kind of a win-win. But, yeah, you know, just being in a world full, feeling like I'm oppressed seeing all the media depictions of, of, you know, black people being hurt and treated wrong and TV shows and news and everything, just being engulfed in so much trauma has fueled me with so much anger. And I notice it's just within my kids. They are fueled with so much anger. You can just see it in little black boys, uh, especially, um, and then seeing it in the girls too. But it's just like, you know, they, they have that, that's innately in them DNA because it should have already been like, like, no one's really conditioned them with that right now. And then also, you know, probably from the hands of their parents. You know, sometimes we resort to very, you know, aggressive behaviors for discipline. And that child is kind of never able to release that anger onto their parents in return. So they carry that too. But there's just, I'm, I'm going to reflect more on this. But this was just a short little thing. I got to go back to work. I'm already late. But I just had to get this off my chest of, you know, a little bit of where I feel like um, my anger is, has come from over my lifetime. You, you ever had a person ask you a question that irritated you or a situation happened to you and you literally had a whole, like, conversation or argument in your head based on that, <laughs> on that experience or that question? Like, for example, I don't know if it's just me or a black thing, but, you know, people say, you good? Or... How's everything? Sometimes you take it as a personal attack, like, dang, bro, I, I look like something wrong with me or something. Like, sometimes I feel like for black people, it's hard to be um, positive. And that comes from a person who has a very dark, um, who, who was in a very dark, obsessive mind, like me. I... Um, I perceived everything as the worst case scenario, and I just always assumed the worst in people. So it's like you ask me, "You good?" I'm like, "Dang, do I look good?" Like you, what you trying to make them get in their head or something? It's like I, instead of blaming them, I need to look at myself and be like, "Why did that question of pure concern or just a basic question spark and trigger me?" Maybe because there is something wrong. And that's my ego's defense mechanism. See, I ain't really got on touch on defense mechanisms yet. But, um, yeah, 
we got some, we got coping mechanisms and defense mechanisms, and sometimes having that anger or that defensive uh, dialogue in our head or out loud. Sometimes it's with them. It's kind of like some people are more confrontational, so they may have it out loud, and they may say honestly. The, the people who are more confrontational, I feel like, have less anxiety because a lot of times they get what they're thinking out in the open, and they're more outspoken. And generally, they're either proven wrong. And that dispels that thought or they're proven right and it further confirms their thought. So sometimes don't be so afraid of confrontation and just get the thought out there. But, you know, maybe think about your delivery. If you have some kind of concern, then address it either with yourself or with that personal situation. Like um, what happened to me earlier? I think I was on a freeway and somebody cut me off and I was just like, you know, going back and forth, like, oh, my God, da, 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 just getting PO'd. And I was just like, well, shoot, I'll do it, too. Or, you know, or I'm like, oh, no, I, I did something wrong. And I feel like the person got mad and they kind of sped around me. And went, and I'm, like, having this whole full-fledged argument with them. I'm like, yeah, like, you don't get uh like, you ain't never did, got the wrong turn. Or you just, you, and I'm sitting here, like, rationalizing my whole thing because I felt kind of, like, embarrassed or, uh, uh, uncomfortable and awkward at that moment. Tell me you ain't never just like did some like wrong when you was driving or like you know how you don't let a uh, a person go in front of you or someone they they didn't pull the right next to you. You kind of like looking straight. You don't want to make that eye contact because you feel a little awkward. And it's like you have these dialogues in your head. That's why I like the insecure because she really touches on the inner dialogue that people have in their mind when they're going through life. You can. That's that's normal. That's actually kind of healthy because you're trying to rationalize your thoughts and trying to figure out, is this something that's actually worth me getting riled up about or not? And generally, it's not. So I just want to kind of ask you guys, like, is that something that you deal with, too? And if so, I mean... Maybe take a look at that, and the next time you want to pop off or, you know, have this defense mode and, you know, get upset or get angry, just maybe take it for what it is, and they're just asking you a question. If something triggers you, you triggers are, I always say triggers are teachers. They're the best teachers because they show you what you need to look at within yourself. It's never the person. It's usually something going on within yourself. Quiet the egos need to protect the things you need to work on because it doesn't want you to realize that it's feeding you a false sense of self. And by proving it wrong and by actually confronting the mind either internally in your own personal inner dialogue or externally by getting it out there, just, you know, doing something to break that down, like uh, speaking to somebody if you have a, a prejudiced thought or um, just answering the question, like, oh, no, I'm good. Thanks for asking, though, you know, and just see where it goes from there. Or just be like, hey, do I do I look, do I seem okay or do I look all right? And, you know, they may say, oh, yeah, girl, I'll just be speaking to everybody and just checking on everybody. Like, that's just me. You're like, oh, okay, because I was kind of getting in my head. You know, it's okay to have these confessions sometime and just uh, breaking the ice. These mental health icebreakers is going to be 
essential in healing. I really truly believe in what I call vent work, like venting and and sharing these stories and and being vulnerable at times with people you feel safe with. You know, realizing that what you're going through, you're definitely not alone, and it's not something that's just out of the abnormal. You know, and it's just like. I'm, this is a whole nother video, but the stigma around mental health for black people, I feel like out of all people, bro, why don't we get to need help? Why don't we get to uh, get therapy or stuff without this um, stigma of being weak or, or throwed off or, you know, these things that have been infiltrated in our culture to um, further, how can I say, further perpetuate the dysfunction of the, our community, of our culture, because things are being put in our culture that are uh, creating these negative stigmas around getting the help we need. When out of all the oppression that we've gone through, we're, not the, we're definitely not the last people who would need it. We're the main people who would need it, and it's okay. I know a lot of times we like to keep our dysfunction secret because um, for the sake of you know, the image of how we want our community to look. But I'm not saying go and blast it all across social media, but I'm saying that it is something that you can have these family meetings, these uh, therapy sessions with someone who you trust, um, with, your, with your pastor, with with anybody, you know, people who are not judgmental, people who are not trying to um, put their own personal biases or prejudices into the well-being of you. It is okay, people. But yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and end this one. Um, as always, someone who cares, a spiritual activist, peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receiving them. Keep God first. I love you guys. Peace out.